It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And it's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting <laughs> live once again from Theo Luis's garage. And we thank you for listening to us again. Uh, you know, we do this out of the garage and... Um, Somehow we have listeners. But you know what? We do because we are broadcasting live on the largest internet radio network in the world, Life 365. Also, you can always catch us on our webpage at www.twintalkcast.com. And go there and find all our kick-ass podcasts that we have from previous shows. And also, you can get those podcasts and subscribe to them there and on iTunes because we are iTwins. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and take us on your gadget. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Make sure that when you do take us on your gadget that you have both hands on the wheel and you're keeping your eyes on the road. (laughs) Anyway, so... You have to go handless. (laughs) Anyway, or we, you'll get a ticket. We we have a great show for you today, but before we go on to tell you what we have today, well, let's remind you what we had last week because you could always listen to it on our podcasts. And uh, and last week, bro, it was it was pretty dope. We had uh, uh, the electro rock band Standing Shadows. These guys have had their music uh, placements on television, video games, and of course on radio stations, including ours. The guys are local and they're kick butt. The real cool thing about it is that they shared tracks from their uh, their EP that was dropping that day, and they played acoustic an acoustic jam here live in the garage. In fact, that tune that you just heard before we started our show today, that was their "Find My Way" song off of their one by, one by one EP that dropped last week. It's their "Find My Way" in case they're lost song. Is that what it is? It is. It's "Find My Way" one by one. <laughs> Find My Way is the name of the track. But and it's just on, don't stand in my shadow. And it's, <laughs> it's on their track. It's on their album, uh, One by One, Standing Shadows. If you miss the show, again, go to TwinTalkCast.com and listen for it. Um, and also on iTunes. One more thing, too, is that you can um, also, throughout the show, you can chat us up. Chat us up on Facebook. Uh, friend us on Facebook at Twin Talk Show. Uh, talk to us on our wall. We'll respond. Also, give us a call on our phone live on the on the Deleuze's Garage. Call us at 626-275-8946. Don't be shy. Call anytime about any topic with anyone because we have people in this garage. Please call. My brother's all like, damn, I paid the bill and didn't make didn't get any calls. Yeah, 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 dude. I gotta pay the the bills. One of those pay as you go phones. I swear it is, folks. It really is. So so help us get our money's worth. They eh? call into the garage. We had to do it all escondido so my tío Luis wouldn't see us putting up a phone on his on his phone jack. Anyway, today our show's fantastic. Our show is look. We are here. We are here to educate and enlighten people educate. while while we have fun and. Um, uh, and, and to that end, because we are an internet-based uh, entertainment business, 
whatever you want to call it, and knowledge center, uh, and, twi- <laughs> and center of the Twiniverse. Listen, we uh, we want you all to know that you're not you're being watched, and and to that end, uh, we have an awesome guest on our show, Miss Lori Andrews, who wrote an, an amazing book called "I Know Who You Are." And I know what you did. Social networks and the death of piracy. privacy. Not piracy, but privacy. Privacy. Yes, she's going to be talking about her book and how, you know, most importantly, about how we need to be careful because everything we do, we're being watched. It's because, you know, all the people that are mature now on Facebook, we could probably still find, you, find your angles <laughs> on MySpace, eh? <laughs> also talking about that today, uh, Mr. Mikalo Medina. He is a uh, multimedia uh, journalist at NBC4 Los Angeles, and he is the tech guy and social network guy. He's going to also put in, give us his point of view on what's going on with that because he's on top of that. He does a lot of stories like that. I work with him. He's a great guy. Also with us today, uh, talking about a very, what I think is kind of an off little, uh, uh, off-putting uh, comment by our president, uh, uh, Barack Obama, uh, Sherry Bebich Jeffy, who is senior fellow at USC, uh, at USC's Price School of Public Policy, and also a political analyst on television on NBC4 Los Angeles. So, great show. And uh, let's not forget that today uh, we also have, like every day, we have um, Jackie Casas, who's going to be giving us current events, and she's going to be talking us up with some some dirt. What's going on? Uh, what, what are you going to have for Hi, us today Jackie, later on? What's up? Hey, guys. <laughs> um, tonight we'll talk about Super Bowl drama and rants. Okay. And then some tips to get over your ex with this Valentine season coming up. That's perfect for me right now. Are you doing that for me? Okay. <laughs> Tip to get over your ex. I'm doing it for all of our hung up loved ones. Also, elderly people <laughs> and um, STDs. Whoa, elderly people and STDs. Ew, I'll tell you what's going on with that in just a few. Make sure you stay tuned. Okay, so that's going to be, stay tuned. Uh, Jackie Casas is going to be with us with current events. Also, in Theo Luis's garage joining us today is the first voice you ever heard when you tuned in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, multimedia journalist, voiceover uh, specialist, and also quite the uh, avid sports guy who's going to talk a little bit about sports later and just kind of hang out with us, Mr. Jeff Johnson in the house. Hello, hello, I'm back. He's back. I just want to say real quick, um, today, February 7th, happens to be my two-year anniversary of moving to Los Angeles. Oh, right on. It's been quite a journey. Well, congratulations, man. It's been quite a journey. Anyway, so it's great to have you here. So they, they jumped you in two years ago, huh? <laughs> yeah, I got right jumped into the gang. Right on, good. <laughs> so Jeff Johnson's going to be with us, and uh, and he's going to be chatting us up. Uh, so you know that's what's going on, bro. How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty pretty good. Um, I hardly remember it. <laughs> I should write it down because <laughs> you, yeah. you ask me every time we start the show. You ask me the same question. Yeah. And, what did I do this weekend? I don't remember. Anyway, that's that's <laughs> I my hit, brother's oh, week. Oh, I, I hit the uh, farmer's market. There's there's a farmer's market over in Studio City where they doggy sit your dog. So we took our little uh, Lenny with us, and and uh, <laughs> and he loved it. Not Lenny, our engineer. No. <laughs> 
Lenny, he's a he's a cross from a cocker spaniel and a chihuahua, and, oh. I, and born in East LA, so I just call him a Chicano. Anyway, so that's cool. I had a busy week. I don't even remember what I did. It was one of those whirlwind weeks, but that's what it was. Oh, like. wait a second! I remember now. We were at Eliza's quince this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, let's give her a shout out. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. The the whole familia was there. Um, you know, a booze, a drink, uh, and tragos. <laughs> What about el baile? Hello, you're talking and, about the booze? And we were dancing it off. It's time for shout outs, eh? <laughs> so I'm going to start with a shout out. It's going to be to Eliza Puga and Familia. Thank you for having us at your special day of your quinceañera. So awesome. It Thank was you perfect. So much. The food was really good, and uh, you guys got down. Uh, also, a shout out to Randy Hernandez at RH Entertainment. Great to finally meet you, brother. Uh, we'll be in touch soon. Heesey and Vince, you guys are listening. Hey, that's where I got the shoe from. <laughs> she, Heesey says it much better. She actually says, show. <laughs> Pero she knows how to do it like a Latina. <laughs> and then uh, a shout out to John. I think your name is John Fuller. Join Fasa Fuller. Hey, brother, I just want to say, Magandanga V, Holmes. <laughs> Puro Fasa over here. Eh? Magandang Umaga. Or Magandang Umaga, that's in the morning. Uh, well, Magandang Kabi. And we got a couple of our uh, Red Rose Mafia dolls listening. CC Page and Linda Gochola. Say <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Lucy at RK Marketing. Uh, Cindy Thomas Daniel. Polly Terry Ronnie. Uh, Dory Dennis Julie. Gloria, Gan, Glenn, and John, Manny, Mo, and Jack, Ernie, Larry, and Mo, and the final shout out to Madonna. Hey, Mija, lip sync y todo. You still look fine, eh? Anyways, your shout outs were brought to you by Express Cuts. Because you need to get your hair pimped at one time or another, just go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. Uh, you can call or just walk in, but if you call 626-448-1931, next week they got a Valentine's Day special, ladies, so call and make your appointment. And every day they got a special if you mention the twins. Thanks to Express Cuts. You got any shout-outs, brother? Uh, as shout-outs to everyone my brother said. How's that? Right on, Madonna. Lip-syncing y todo. All right, y'all. We'll be right back with Jackie Casas and Current Events.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Okay, we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Uh, you know what we forgot to mention at the top of the show is that for our musical break, we have our uh, the new uh, uh, we have in our hands yes. the the new CD by Sunset Riot Uprising, and we're going to play a track for you in our musical break. So stay tuned. It kicks ass. And you know what uh, the Sunset Riot were uh, Australian rock band. The next. Uh, Big sensation coming out of Australia, where on our show kicked off the first U.S. tour on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, performing live in the in the garage. Go to our sh- our, our podcast and search Aussie Rockers or something. No, like that. Aussie Invasion. Aussie Invasion. Anyway. Check it out; it's pretty pretty good one. Anyway, so now, before we came before we, we came back, I said that we we're going to talk to Jackie, but I forgot to say we're actually talking to Jeff before we go to current events because we had a big event this weekend. Super Bowl Forty Six, baby. Now Forty Six. Now. Um. Uh, okay. Okay. Was it Brady not doing his thing, or was it his receiver not doing his thing? Well, here's what it was. You know, Brady's. You know, the Patriots receivers really. They seemed like they dipped their hands in butter before the game. You know, they really <laughs> they couldn't hold on to the ball to save their lives. <laughs> and you know, I mean, there you know there were there were mistakes all around. I mean, you know, you know that you had receivers that weren't catching the ball. Brady made a few unbrady like decisions. Okay. You know, throwing the ball. He had the one interception uh, in the game that was a little bit costly. And you know, the Giants' pass rush they they were getting to him. They rattled him. They made him feel uncomfortable. And that's what you have to do to beat Tom Brady. Well, you know, um, since you're uh, talking to the, the you're talk, their defense, or you're talking about Giants defense, you know, uh, that, that's the thing. The only way you're going to beat Brady is with defense. Offense, offense, offense. No, no, no. I mean, it's about defense. But, hey, let's talk about really matters, okay? Who were you with, man, when you were watching the game? What were you doing, brother? I was actually uh, I was at a bar. Um, a friend of mine rented out a bar and had a party. Rented there, a so, bar. Rented yeah, a bar. Rented a bar. So we went there and just watched the game. But I, I, I will say that was the first time I ever watched the Super Bowl in like a public setting like that. I prefer to watch it at home or like at a small party. Uh-huh. So I missed out on some of the commercials because in a bar there's a lot of commotion going on. Right. You're trying to order drinks and then there's girls around and, yeah. you know, things like that. So I kind of miss certain <laughs> things. And I really like, you know, when you're watching football, I feel like, you know, listening to the game analysis and the announcers is really what makes it part of the game yeah. because you have to have that. When you're girls are so football. distracting, yeah, aren't they? You know, and, and it really and it really wasn't worth the distraction <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, okay, okay. So, I know that there was a uh, – there was um, – uh, Vegas was big on uh, every year. Vegas has everything you can think of as far as betting for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Okay. Were you part of a pool? No, actually, I was not part of a pool. I wish I would have been because my money was on the Giants from the beginning. Oh. I really thought that they just had the Patriots number, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I but you know, in, in some ways though, I kind of thought, well, I can't really see Tom Brady losing to the same team twice in the Super Bowl, but weren't it happened. They, weren't they the underdog? No, actually, the Patriots were favored by three. Pa- yeah, Patriots were favored. They were favored by three, and they're already early favorites to win next year's Super Bowl, if you can believe the that. The irony even is that they lost it this yeah, year. Yeah, they lost the it this year. Time. And they lost it against the Giants the, t- the, the, the time before, right? Right, was, back so in the, after the 07 season. So yeah. it's back-to-back losses to the Giants. Back-to-back. Back. Ever Bowl. since it, it, when Tom Brady and the Patriots won those three Super Bowls in that four-year span back in the early 2000s, they've been 0-2 since. So who's the guy who messed up his ankle on the sideline? That was uh, – for you mean for the Giants? Yeah, he was a Giants. He was running in the sidelines, just like running to his coach, like just to run from one spot to the next. He wasn't even playing. 
and he jogged over, and his ankle. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think I think you're talking about number 85, uh, the tight one of the tight ends for the Giants, I believe, is who you're who you're. He wasn't Actually, even playing. Homeboy like, was like running just to, to run up to somebody during the game in the sidelines, and next thing you know, he falls because he twisted well, his yeah, ankle. There, well, you, you know, know there were, there were several Giants <laughs> that just were falling like flies. Well, you what know what they on. they uh, they. They brought out some of the surveillance video that they have there, and it was actually uh, they put it in slow motion. That guy, what was that guy's name that hurt his ankle? Uh, you can see if you look really closely at the video, Tanya Harding with a, with a crowbar uh, uh, making a bet for the other team and hitting him in the ankle. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But uh, you know what? Another thing that was going on with Vegas and betting was uh, was uh, the fact that. Um, uh, but, the, but the game wasn't in Vegas. No, but Vegas is all about. Uh, by the way, gambling. Terry 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 Wang chimes in. He goes, uh, "The correct number it was a number. It was number eighty five. That's what you said. 85. Yeah, I said eighty five. He yeah. said eighty five. Terry. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and 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 stop being a whip, Terry. Why don't you give us a call for once? I'm kidding, man. We love you. Anyway, oh, he's calling you out, Terry. <laughs> anyway, so no talking about Vegas. Six two six two seven five. Eight nine four six. Talk about Vegas. Uh, one of the things that they were vo- uh, vote. I mean, that Vegas, Vegas puts everything up for a bet, right, Jackie? Everything in mm-hmm. the sports book that you can think of for betting. And one of the thing was how many times was the camera going to be on Giselle Bunchen? What's Giselle? Giselle Bunchen is she's a super hot Victoria's Secret model that's married to Tom Brady. And he was, oh, so she was in the audience. Yeah, she was. Uh, okay. She was like in the box or whatever. Yeah, actually, uh, I saw on ESPN that somebody won a uh, $25,000 bet, I believe it was, because they betted that there would be a safety in the game. And there was. And safeties are extremely wow. rare in the Super Bowl. Wow. So wow. somebody got a nice payday off of that. Nice. Well, I don't gamble. I wish, Life, I, I, wish I would have for this one. Safety first. Life is a gamble. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for the analysis. Please stick around with us, boss. Oh, yeah. Please I'll stick around with us. And uh, uh, can you just say it really quick? Twin talk. Twin talk with Jose, and my voice isn't up to par today, but uh, it's, it's better if you do the recorded one. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and you gentlemen. You still sound pimp, homie. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jeff Johnson, the real Jeff Johnson, is yes. going to be with us throughout the evening. Hey, 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 hey. Give everybody your numbers, and or not your numbers, but your social networking, man. Oh, yeah. Look me up on Facebook, just Jeff Johnson. Twitter, at Real Jeff Johnson. You can find me there. Follow me. I'll follow back. We can talk and get to know each other and all that fun stuff <laughs> you know i didn't see the uh the the game uh-huh. uh no 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 problem i just didn't want to see it okay but, but i didn't see it but i heard i mean you don't have to watch anything on the news or anything just open up uh facebook and you get a play-by-play but you know the play that i kept hearing now like there's two things you know one thing everybody liked or disliked uh you know madonna but other thing is that uh, new york did a parade today uh, for the uh, the Giants that won, but there's this big controversy because they didn't make a parade for the returning soldiers that came back, and supposedly there was a movement to do that. Uh, so you know, a little food that's for a, thought. That's a good point. Little food for thought. There. That's a good point. That just goes to show how uh, you know society is so swayed. They, they people revere and 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 idolize these sports stars, and a lot of times these sports guys, these athletes are. Our bunch of thugs are in trouble, Let me, and they give them all this extra leeway. And when they get in trouble, they shoot them down. But they give them so quickly; they're so quick to forgive them. Let me tell you what: if if the, the only way we can make a parade for the soldiers when they come back is if you put uh, a beer commercial on their Hummers or or on their shirts, because otherwise, you know, it, things don't matter. You know, I hear you. Anyway, so we need to move on. We need to move on. So Jackie Casas in the house with current events. 
Miss Jackie Casas. Hey guys. Hi Jackie. What's up? What's up? Welcome. Um, I wanted to give one quick shout out for myself. Today's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Uh, Oregonian sister. <laughs> The one oh, that lives from in Oregon. Oregon. Let's yes. sing her birthday. Happy birthday to you. Done. Okay. Cha cha cha. What what is her name? <laughs> Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Happy Jazz birthday. in Oregon. I love Oregon. You rock in Bethlehem? No, Salem. Salem. Salem, Bethlehem. Oregon. Yeah, Salem. Awesome. Okay, hey, guys. Real quick, Jackie and I finally had breakfast together at BB's. I know. It was so fantastic. You finally went? Yes. <laughs> Before and the- you Guy that I thought was cute turned out to be um, gay. I know. He's a nice guy. <laughs> they're, all there, there. they're very nice guys, and they're they're attractive guys. Very nice. He's yeah, very are. nice. They're all cool cats. They're totally cool. cutie. So uh, sad days. But so that, um, thanks for confirming that for me, Jose. I just want to let you know. I got your back. <laughs> but she was sitting with the best looking guy in the whole place. Absolutely. As long as you don't got his bag. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, we have a picture of us on Twin Talk. If you guys want to check it out, check it out on Twin Talk Show you on look, Facebook. You look great, but Jose looks like crap. Oh. Yeah, I did look like shit, man. Thank but you. go ahead. Yeah, you look cute. Go on. <laughs> Thank okay, you. guys. So we've you know we've had the breakdown of the games. So now let's talk about all the drama that happened there. Uh, kind of uh, interesting stuff. Let's start with the halftime show. Madonna, who was um, really propped up to be like, oh my gosh, Madonna's doing the halftime show. She debuted one of her new songs. Uh, she was scheduled to perform uh, as the headline entertainment, but she was also performing along with Nicki Minaj, CeeLo, and MIA. Well, I, I didn't know they were all re- going to perform. I didn't know that either. I, I didn't know that surprised. until, yeah, I was like, sorpresa, here's Nicki Minaj and her little ass shaking it uh-huh. so her big show um was kind of um overshadowed by mia who flipped her middle finger during the nationally televised game her lovely um gesture was also accompanied by a barely can tell explicative explicative she basically said i don't give a shit uh-huh um so you couldn't really tell, but obviously it was obvious for people to pick up on it. NFL and the NBC are blaming each other that NBC didn't put the delay on time and then that the NFL, whatever, is pointing fingers at each other. Um, so that's kind of not so well, cool, so, am I? That's really an NBC's uh, uh, situation. Were you going to say something, brother? We did talk about the fact that I would be answering first on this one, right? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> You're born so, first. The, the, the problem with, the, problem with it, the, the onus is on NBC because they're the ones who hold their finger to the button for the delay, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, and so it is on them. But the interesting thing here is have you ever heard really of MIA? Has anybody really heard of MIA? She's really only I known don't. for one song, Paper Planes, which came out in Slumdog Millionaire. That's but now, but I, now everyone's talking about her. And so... Uh, and then I'll, then you can go, bro. And so now everyone's talking about it. So that's you know what they say in the business: any news is good news. So she she's got publicity, you know, brother. Um, yeah, I um, I see people flipping people off all the time, like at shows and stuff. You know, it's part of the show. I mean, yeah, but I don't think I, it's, know, but I don't think it's a like big deal. Everywhere. In the, it's like one of the biggest television events. It in is the, the biggest. Let me, ever. Tell you, let me tell you honestly. Honestly, if I was on stage, I could not resist <laughs> doing something that I'm not supposed to on would the air. Would you drop your it pants, would probably, Angel? I'm, well, if that was what I compelled to do, I would. But it's, it's, I don't think I would be compelled to drop do that. Drop your pants right now. But I would definitely. No, You're no on one, the air right now. No, but no one could see me. See, <laughs> the temptation would be too great. 
Here's the deal. I'll tell you, I would. The, the situation is this: uh, all artists that perform on this event, I'm sure there's. By the way, I'm sure there's other people that probably feel the same. You know, it's 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 an it's a compulsion to want to be able to do something and not really keep your composure on stage. And all by the way, by the way, Jackie. So this, please this, tell us. This was <laughs> slated. This was slated the most viewed event. Yeah. In history. So more people watch this. Oh, in that, yes. I didn't know that. So it's the most viewed. This one was the most viewed. Super Bowl? Yes. In history? Yes. Why? It was, it was, I don't know, whatever. It must have been I think it just, it gets bigger every year. It gets is, bigger. Is what it is. And the NFL is, the popularity is soaring through the roof right now. So that's, it's going to always happen. And the way. interesting thing too is that more and more women are watching it. Yeah. And that's why you see commercials for like Tide and detergent. Like yeah. detergent. But yeah, that's – here's the deal. <laughs> so instead of – given, given the, It's not just rest, beer commercials. All your wrestling chicks for beer, it's girls in bubble baths. Or right. Cal God, take me away. <laughs> but so so uh, given the uh, wardrobe malfunction of JT and JK uh, of, of back in the day, <laughs> um, they they all have to sign – Oh, you rhymed. Yeah. They all have to sign a, a – uh, a co- uh, common decency uh, contract. They all have to. They all have to. So, and then they're fined if they do something that crosses that. So, I'm sure MIA did it, but the publicity that she's getting, publicity that of she's course. getting, it's totally Great worth it. Great PR. It's worth it. What channel well, was this on? I mean, can I say two words that channel talk four. about good PR on a bad thing? Two words. Rihanna. What about Oh. Okay. Rihanna was. What did she do? Re- she blew up after she got beat up. What do you mean? There was, well, there Chris, was, Chris Brown beat the heck out of her, uh-huh, right. and all of a sudden everyone was talking about her, and she blew up after that. But she totally changed her image after that, and I don't like yep. it. Oh, you mean in popularity? Yeah, in popularity. I was like, what? Did she? Because so, she went from this. So, Jackie, if you want to blow up, just get beat up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, this girl, she flipped the birdie, and now everyone, everyone's talking flipped about her. Flipped the birdie? She did. That's called flip a moco, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's probably what she did. She had a booger on her finger, eh? It wasn't supposed to be on camera. In fact, you should get the cameraman in trouble, not her. Uh, all right. So Put the so name on and he'll be famous. Moving on to drama after the Flipping show. Flipping mocos in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ew. Can you imagine if we would have gone to the camera screen? Ew. <laughs> For people with 3D TVs. <laughs> How about the scratch and sniff TVs they're going to come out with? <laughs> Nuh-uh. I'm kidding. So <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so as we heard from Jeff Johnson, the Patriots lost the game. They dropped a lot of balls. And um, Patriots <laughs> quarterback Tom Brady uh, was uh, in the I drama. became a man when my balls dropped. <laughs> 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 such a terrible mental image <laughs> guys don't do that okay so as we know uh, or so maybe we don't know okay lulu lulu chimed in his on fans, facebook his hands were too full of butter like. lulu chimed in on facebook <laughs> and said hey angel showed his man boob and he didn't blow up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was such a fantastic picture from oh, last God. week's show i look terrible go to our twin talk show on <laughs> uh, facebook and check out our wall and you'll check, see pictures check out my boob eh <laughs> Okay, so Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is married to the super hot, famous Victoria's Secret supermodel Giselle Bunchen. Okay? Okay. They're married. And she stirred up some drama when she was leaving the stadium after the game. She And this is a team that won, right? This is a team that lost. That lost, okay. This is a team that lost. Okay. So she was leaving the stadium, and there was a couple hecklers saying, you know, Manning, blah, 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 which is part Manning of... Manning owns your man. That's Manning owns your man, who is part of the Giants team. So she was caught by Insider.com cameras bashing the team. 
Um, now that we uh, we have the sound, I'll give you guys some heads up. She's, we have the sound, but it's a little difficult to hear. So let's. She's bashing the the winning team or the losing team. The, the, her man's team, yeah. which is the losing team, because they weren't picking up the well, ball. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's take a listen. Yeah, that's kind of hard to hear. But basically, <laughs> she, she said, says, "What did she say?" She said, "You hear what she said?" No, what did she, she say? She said, "Can you repeat that?" <laughs> okay, I got it. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> uh, actually, what she says is, "You have to catch the ball when you're supposed to catch the ball." My husband cannot fucking throw the ball and catch the ball at the same time i can't believe they dropped the ball so many times you can't, you, you, she's got a fetish you with balls you, she's How got an issue balls with balls listen listen you'll hear all that now listen <laughs> all i heard was ball 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 <laughs> well you know what i think Leave her alone, okay? Well, now the Patriots teams are giving Tom Brady some shit because they're saying that he's broken the bro- their brotherhood deal, which is basically don't run your teammates under the bus. That's fucked the, up. Okay, the girlfriend did it, okay? And we well, all know we have girlfriends that memo. are spazzy sometimes, right, Jeff? Personally, I love what she said on her part, uh-huh. on her part, because as a man, if you're in any type of, you know, you know, sports team or any, anything that you do, no matter what your occupation is, you want your woman to support you full on. Uh, so, you know, even after losing the Super Bowl, that's that, that's what she's supposed to go do. Home. She's supposed to support her man. I want that in a woman. Yeah. Hey. I don't want her to be like, you know what? You really sucked. Hey, hold it. But you wouldn't <laughs> be like you know, that, that, That's your wife. She's supposed to stick up for you. Wait that's a second. What, can that's I, what it's all about. Can I just screeching halt here on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel? You're our guest. This is not like a find a date show. <laughs> no, I'm not. Look, look, look. <laughs> hey, he can do whatever he wants. Home. He's the first voice of Ted Twin Talk. If first there is ever, ever heard on this first show. voice ever. Here's the deal. No, it, good point, though. I hear you on that, and I got me one of those. Hi, Lulu. But Jackie, to her, Jackie, to her defense, uh, to her defense, there was a man talking shit in the background. You didn't hear it, but if you were there, he was yelling yeah, he at her, said, saying, "Manning owns your man," or yeah, something to something. Manning to that sucks. Effect. Your man, and he, or, yeah. or Brady. Yeah, Manning owns your man. Brady sucks. So she was pissed. So That's she, what you wanted to do. You yeah, want you right. want your wife to stick up for you in a situation like that. So, like I said, I have no problem it's with very, what she said. I think it's and great. Giselle Munchen could Munchen could be a Munchen. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, even though he lost the Super Bowl. Life is not that bad for Tom Brady because that's what he's going home to at night. Yeah. Yeah. Every man can't say that, yeah. including myself. So, you know. <laughs> huh, you're right. And she's still with him, even though he didn't get the ring. Yeah. 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 Well, she makes more money than him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not even like that. And she doesn't have to wear that much equipment. No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the less she wears, the more money she makes. She, the equipment. Exactly. And she comes with the equipment. <laughs> but, yeah, Giselle definitely has my respect. In the hood, in the hood we call those ride-or-die chicks. Uh, right. uh, uh, right. Hey, you could throw me those balls, baby. <laughs> if you, if anybody has any comment or opinion on whether or not Giselle should shut up or keep up, to uh, give us a dial at six two six two seven five. Is it two seven five twin twin? That's eight nine four six six two six two seven five eight nine four six. And chime in on Facebook at Twin Talk Show on our wall. Let us know if you guys want to meet the real Jeff Johnson. He is. 
the real Jeff Johnson. <laughs> okay, so what else we got going us for us there? So, you know, of course, with the Super Bowl, we always talk about the commercials. They are the most expensive spots to purchase all year round because of such a huge uh, audience that they come to. Did, did you guys check any of them out by any chance? I didn't see any. I was they, like, they were my quite TV, weak. My TV was I was off. like Jeff. I was, I was in a public area in a yeah. bar, and it was I couldn't. I couldn't. But most of the ones no. I saw were just not that captivating to me. Yeah, there wasn't really uh, too interesting that that. Um, I was Netflix. Can I say that there was one that drew controversy, and it was the one of uh, of um, where Clint Eastwood uh, was on it. Uh, he talked about yes. that it's the halftime in America. And now we're going into the second half or something like that. Well, and a lot of people thought he was referencing to Obama's second term possible. Well, term. really? Well, some people were saying that. Is that so? They thought that he was kind of uh, the thing is this Obama. Yes, the thing is, uh, Clint Eastwood is someone who is uh, historically um, uh, uh, he's, he's Republican, conservative, and so it was a um, an ad for Detroit. Remember the. Uh, the uh, Eminem ad for saying Detroit's coming back after all this and uh, and what have you. Um, and so what he was trying to say was one of those ads saying, uh, uh, you know, we're coming back, we're America rocks and everything. But they think people have been saying the Republicans or the conservatives are saying that it's too um, uh, too much hype for Obama. So uh, let's hear it so you guys you can have your own opinion on it. And so what he was trying to say was, well, look at that. You just played yourself, man. Isn't that weird? Dude, Obama, I mean, listen. It's halftime. Both teams are in their locker room. Oh, wait, hold on a second. A little audio issue. Both <laughs> Discussing what they can do to win this game in the second half. It's halftime in America, too. People are out of work, and they're hurting. And they're all wondering what they're going to do to make a comeback. And we're all scared because this isn't the game. I'm having issues with my tech with the situation here. So he's and then what did he say? Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> Let me see if I can play this. The people of Detroit know a little something about this. They almost lost everything, but we all pulled together. Now Motor City is fighting again. I've seen a lot of tough eras, a lot of downturns in my life, times when we didn't understand each other. It seems that we've lost our heart at times. The fog of division, discord, and blame made it hard to see what lies ahead. But after those trials, we all rallied around what was right and acted as one. Because that's what we do. We find a way through tough times, and if we can't find a way, then we'll make So the issue is that the conservatives are saying, okay, he's talking about the fact that, the, that, that Obama, you know, with Obama's help to the, uh, to the uh, voter, you know, the handouts to the big three, that now they've bounced back. But what is he, what is he advertising? It's just, uh, it's just a uh, uh, propaganda ad for, for um, Detroit. Detroit, because Detroit is back. And um, then the, where did they, where did it go? Well, <laughs> at Detroit, meaning the big three vehicle, uh, big three car companies, and oh. so um, people are saying, "Wait a minute, that sounds like you're you know you're trying to tout Obama's you know being bitching and all that stuff." But in, why in would they say? Year. Why would they say that if uh, if if he is historically a conservative? Dem- conservative. That's why they're saying they're kind of pissed off about that. Mm. You know, they're really angry about that. So that's what's going on. And so I mean, you know, not, you know what did you think, Jeff? 
Um, I personally didn't see the commercial, but when, you know, just listen to that. I really, to be honest with you, I don't have that big of a problem with it. I think yeah. people are blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, Lulu chimes in. She goes, oh, my goodness. I took a nap during that commercial. Boring. How dare you take a nap on my boy Clint Eastwood? <laughs> He's right up there. You know what? I think is true. I, I agree with uh, Jeff. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, commercials are just commercials, and they should just be commercials, but uh, indeed, I, they they they're there intentionally. They're not there for um, you know any other reason than to incite uh, some kind of response that is very well calculated. And part of that response would be uh, blowing it out of proportion. Because yeah, and you know, this time of year when you're coming up to a presidential election season, everything's getting hot right now. Everything is under the microscope uh-huh. as far as you know the messages that you're seeing on television, the commercials, the propaganda, all that stuff is is under the microscope because we're getting ready to hit that election season where it's going to be a fight to the end. And you know why though? And you know why? Because people make decisions on emotion, and that's the way you you move. The masses is by their emotions. Well, you know, it's, it's funny it's, because people that act on emotion are not thinking clearly and coherently. So as, 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 since you're, you're talking about the fact that there's an election, people, you know, it's an election year. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm a little perturbed about something that I saw recently just uh, yesterday on um, perturbed perturbed <laughs> just yesterday on, um, on Matt Lauer's Today Show. Uh, Matt Lauer's on the Today Show. Matt Lauer interviewed uh, President Obama. And uh, it is an election year, and Obama is out there doing his propaganda to, you know, he wants to be reelected. And he specifically talked about the fact that, as a matter of fact, uh, Matt Lauer asked him, why should you be reelected? And in that conversation, he said something about, you know, some people are going to say, why don't you keep up your promises? And something bothered me about what he said. Here's the bite. What's frustrated people is, is that I have not been able to force Congress to implement every aspect of what I uh, said in 2008. Well, you know, it turns out that uh, our founders designed a system that makes it more difficult to bring about change than I would like sometimes. The problem I have with that is that, look, okay, uh, here comes uh, uh, the, uh, the leader of our country, and of course, there, no one's going to be happy with the president all the time. Now, in an election year, two years into a recession and there's unemployment, a lot of people still uh, losing their homes. Um, we have a president who uh, who campaigned on saying he's going to change things. And some people are upset saying that things haven't changed. And uh, I feel that he's blaming our forefathers saying, oh, it's if it wasn't for the fact that uh, you know, our forefathers wrote the Constitution in such a way that I can't pr- proceed with change. To me, that's a cop out, you know. So um, in order to shed some light on that, you know, uh, on the phone with us, uh, a very good friend of mine and actually work with her quite often on NBC, political analyst on television on NBC4 Los Angeles, senior fellow at USC Price School of Public Policy. Miss Sherry Bebich Jeffy. Sherry, can you hear me? This is Jose from Twin Talk. Hi, Jose. Sure can hear you. I heard you. Oh, you, my dear. <laughs> it's so nice to have you on the phone with us. Thanks so much for joining us. You know what? You heard the bite that we played on, on Obama and uh, uh, that Obama did on, uh, on Matt Lauer. I got to tell you, I understand constitutionally he may be correct, but isn't that kind of political cop out? Well, I suppose you can look at it that way. There's an old axiom in politics that where you stand 
depends on where you sit. And uh, if for Obama or one of his supporters, quite frankly, there is some truth in what he says. We have a system of checks and balances, and each of the three major branches of government has a role in kind of slowing down change, if you will. If you don't like Obama, yeah, it sounds like a political cutback. You decide. Well, I, I, I must say, I don't dislike Obama, but, uh, you know, he's not my favorite president, I'll tell you that. But the, the issue... <laughs> Go ahead, Angel. My brother had a question. Hi, this is Angel. You know, I... Hi, Angel. Hi, thanks for being on our show. I didn't listen to the whole uh, interview, but based on the bite, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily pro or, or con uh, Obama, but, uh, you know, if... If we have a system where the the house, the people in 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 the house are there for much longer than the president, and they have and they hold their ideas and they can uh, not support the president, isn't it kind of counterproductive to have a president in the first place? No, no. no, no <laughs> I mean, think of. <laughs> there are those who would argue that it's very counterproductive. To have a House of Representatives. <laughs> if they're there, if they're there for such a long time, indeed, and perhaps that's well, some, the system that needs to change. Some, that's of a very... some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them are. Uh-huh. What happens is you get to be. And the reason the president isn't there for such a long time is the president has term limits, two terms, lifetime. In the Congress, the incumbency has long been a benefit, and people continue to get elected. I would guess. However, in the most recent few elections, that doesn't always hold true. People are getting really discouraged and really turned off by a Congress that does nothing, and they're kicking them out. And I think that's the way it should be, don't you? It's up to us to make the decision as to what's working and what's not, and to kick out the bums who aren't working. So it's so and we we have a uh, we're gonna have to let you go, but before we do, real quick, then your synopsis yeah. or your 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 analysis of this analysis of this uh, for those of us who, who are thinking, okay, come on, he's copping out. You just said that you know uh, there's a, there's a, a, a system in place and what have you, but uh, shouldn't our president just own up? What is own up? I. I thought that Obama did partially own up in that he pointed out the fact that our founding fathers wanted a break on autocracy, did not want a monarchy, did not want a dictatorship, and wrote in the Federalist Papers, well, first, beware of the mistress of faction, which is, I think, what we're going through right now. We have a bunch of people up on Capitol Hill, and we have Republicans and Democrats who will not get along, and that includes the president. We, we've forgotten what compromise is. What the Founding Fathers looked for was kind of a shifting coalition of, of interests that would make up a majority for each different issue. What's happened is everybody's feet are in concrete, and that hasn't happened. That's part of what the president was saying. It is true that part of the job of the president is to move and to push and to try to affect compromise. Well, uh, but 
uh, going, I'm sorry, Sherry, but uh, that's very well put. And you know what? That makes me think that I got a better slogan for, for presidency. How about Sherry Bebich Jeffy? Oh, please. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not daft, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much. I think. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for being on our show, Sherry. Appreciate it. I know you had uh, you had some, uh, some uh, obligations tonight. Thanks for coming right. on. My pleasure. Thank we'll you, talk again. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so I'm sorry about the connection. It was I know she's traveling right now, so she made the effort to give us a call. Uh, I tell you, um, okay, she, she's, she's got a good point. It's true. I agree. There's a system in place uh, to make it so that uh, somebody doesn't have a dictatorship or an autocracy, whatever they call it. But come on. Every time they, they call him to question, he's always blaming Bush, Bush, Bush. And now he says, I'm not going to blame Bush. I'm going to blame the forefathers. Okay, now you've gone too far. But that's that's all I got to say on that. Anyway, let's go back to let's go back to current events. Miss Jackie Casas. Hey guys, I'm back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> come back. Okay, um, so I know it's Valentine's Day season, and some of you are getting ready to spend time with your sweetie <laughs> pie. And some of us are not. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Johnson's giving a thumbs down. <laughs> some of us are doing the single thing, or even worse, still hung up on your ex. No bueno. Not to worry, guys. I have some digital tips to help you during these uh, rough times. We have a number of new techie tools to save you from yourself or sobbing on that wrong shoulder that sometimes we accidentally do. You know, that cute neighbor, that hot guy at work. (laughs) You're like, I'm hung up on my ex, and then you end up banging, which is not the smartest thing to do. (laughs) Okay, so tip number one. You should broma y broma, la verdad se asoma. Ooh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um, so tip number one, you should block his or her digits to avoid any embarrassing texts or phone calls. You might uh, like send them a text message like, hey, what are you wearing accidentally? <laughs> and you send it to the ex. And then he's like, and he's like what? what? She's like, what? what's going on? What like, oh, uh, accidentally text. Would you want him to think that you're still with someone else or whatever? Uh-huh. So don't do that. Don't do any drunk dialing like three o'clock in the morning. That I is- miss you, baby. Yeah, Jeff. That is. <laughs> definitely don't do that. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. I'm working. <laughs> That's a good point. You are. There's actually a free app called the X app, which is free, and it took off last March. And the there's X a, app? The X app, and it took off with about 3,000 downloads in the first couple of months. Um, it's free, and it actually tracks the consecutive amount of days that you spent not trying to uh, connect with your... Oh, it's like a 12-step uh, type program it, interesting. on your phone. Yeah. Right on. That's pretty lame, though. But it, does it have a button to delete your ex? <laughs> what do you mean to delete it? Just delete her. I mean. That'll make things so much easier. Yeah, you could just delete, delete it, but sometimes you know your your ex's number by memory. You know their email. It's in your... No, I mean delete her, period. Oh. <laughs> delete. No. <laughs> also, it's recommended, second tip, block any sort of email or social media sites that you are connected with your ex. You can Facebook has new security settings that have actually been around for a couple of months that work in mm. blocking people completely from your account and any sort of photo. So they won't keep tabs on you or you won't keep tabs on them. Well. So on any Facebook, social media, Twitter. No, but it doesn't work that way. You keep tabs on, tabs on them. No, you, you can block them. You can block them. And if, even if you do a search for them, they won't come up. 
they won't come up. So you can't so that's see really, what they're doing. So it's really like a program for you to really let go. Exactly. Exactly. It's that's tough during dumb, these Valentine's times. Bunch of wusses, man. People I know. <laughs> some of us have willpower. Some of Look, us don't. Look, dude, I don't recycle, dude. When I'm done, I'm done. Wow. Done. Over. Next. You're done. But, you know, some <laughs> of them like to know what's going on. Like, oh, I saw him with some girl at the movie theater. Who that bitch? That's a girl. That's find, what women want. They me, can't let go. Let me find out on Facebook. <laughs> no, there's some guys like that, too. They see a picture of you with some guy on your Facebook, and they're like, oh, who's that guy? Huh? Uh, oh, is that, that your new man? But they're so stupid. Shouldn't care. <laughs> they shouldn't, but some of them are annoying. Hey, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies, I meant that for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I butt dialed it. Uh, <laughs> I butt dialed your butt. Also, All right, what's the next uh, one? there's a, a website called um, and never liked it anyway dot com, which is helpful <laughs> for those who were engaged. So the dumpies can sell off their engagement rings, their wedding gowns, and other gifts from their exes. So if you're holding on to some sort of present or something that your ex gave you that is actually worth money, and that's why you're not getting rid of it, there's an actual website where you can go ahead and um, yeah, it's called Craigslist. Get idiot. rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually. Um, Recently, what was sold off, this uh, teacher, Anonymous, sold uh-huh. off her really expensive uh, fur jacket that was... A teacher? Yeah. She <laughs> sold off an expensive jacket? Yeah. It was worth... That's 12, what happened to my jacket. It was worth $12,000, and she sold it for eight k. Well, I only have one thing that's connecting me to my, to my ex, and that's my kids. Can I sell them, too? <laughs> no, you can't sell them. Come on. I'll give you a price pack, uh, package price. <laughs> no. All-inclusive. <laughs> yeah you you can't do that um also if you're wanting to move forward and you kind of want to you want to move forward you want to go back into the dating world there's a couple also websites that can help you out so one of them is called uh what went wrong and it's, <laughs> what? How, it's, did, uh, how did i end up with this chick <laughs> it's a website it gives you feedback about uh what happened after the first date so if you need happened, a website you're an idiot and you know what that's the question i've asked that question a couple of times when i've woken up the next day that's real stupid. <laughs> well, then you can know <laughs> why didn't I get that phone call back? Why didn't I get that follow no, up more, date? You can go to that like, website. So, no, it's more like how did I wake up next to her? <laughs> <laughs> what went wrong? <laughs> what went wrong? <laughs> too, too many drinks. That's what went wrong. Uh, another tip if you're trying to get back into that dating world, but maybe you're a little scarred from your ex, there's a website called cheaterville.com, which has a whole list of those dirty little whore bags Cheaterville, oh, what do you mean cheaterville.com so you can put up a name you oh, can post like if a your cheater. chick cheated you can put if her your on chick, you can put her on there you can put her on blast you can let him know Blasted. like this Wait. girl cheated, cheated on, on me. me with my neighbor's <laughs> dad uh-huh. and her brother you know like so so you that's can do that's bordering and slander though or <laughs> you girls, can search always... you can search if there's someone you're 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 dating, dating and or... you want to search it if he's up there or if she's up there uh-huh. you can do that as uh-huh. well Sounds like to me like these websites are providing keyboard courage for people. Keyboard courage. I like that. <laughs> you know what? It, it helps. It helps. Well, I'll tell you, if you see me on that website, it's really Jose. <laughs> okay? It's really Jose. I used my to use that brother. excuse, but then my brother got the dreadlocks. Uh yeah, so there you go, guys. Those are some tips for this Valentine's Day season. Okay, for those of you who are yeah, put her on blast. Dot com. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, moving on to another story. This That's, one was so... No, hold up. I'm still hung up. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> let it go, Angel. Let um, it go. go for it. Okay, this is a weird story. <sighs> this comes from Florida. So this <laughs> super rich dude um, <laughs> adopted his 42-year-old girlfriend as his daughter. Oh, yeah. I heard about that guy. He's doing this to protect his assets during an upcoming lawsuit protect uh, his ass about a like deadly it. car accident that he was involved in. He's 48 years old. He's a, a polo club um, founder in Palm Beach. And he adopted this girl, his girlfriend, as his daughter legally. So How what does that do? Is I mean, that? So what does that do? So, like, can they have consensual, you know, sex? I don't know. That's so weird. Okay, look, let me break it down. little girl. Let let him break it down. Let me break it down. Okay, so he's involved in this wrongful death lawsuit by um, the parents of the guy that died in the accident. So he has two smaller children that he set up a trust for. So if if the parents who are involved in the wrongful death lawsuit win the civil suit, they can't get any sort of money from the trust. Mm-hmm. So basically what he's trying to because do is protect the, girl, the, protect the two kids. He's trying to protect the girlfriend from having some money as well and not getting ass wiped out. Because that's his daughter now. That's his daughter now, legally. Uh, creepy. The creepy thing is that you know he's having sex with his, with his daughter. But, but the thing is that Florida law states that it's not incest because, incest because he adopted her. Yeah, but still creepy. <laughs> My it question is, is does it's, that mean that like her birth certificate's get, certificate's going to change now? Her father's going to What be? if she marries him? Her birth certificate I don't think the birth certificate would change. Ay, it's for that. So weird. No, but you know what if she's bad, he could put her on restriction, yeah. And spank her. Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was such a creepy little thing to do. I would never. I don't care. Well, I mean, I, he's worth millions of dollars, so uh, I guess you see, don't care you at see? that point. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't care at that point. But I would not want that. That's strange. you wouldn't want to be adopted for money. No, that's no, really what? Weird. No, but it's really to save your ass. Yeah, it is to save his ass. What? But it's How so is he saving your ass? No, you're right. How weird? How because, is he saving your ass? Because okay, it's his girlfriend. The girlfriend was involved in the accident, right? The girlfriend killed someone, so she's involved in a lawsuit. Well, so it, she loses money. Big yeah, deal. Yeah, but it's, it's his money can... because they 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 live together. It's his common law wife, so he adopts her, and and the money that sh- your your children have, like if you're rich, you put your money. You can't your, sue you for your children's money because it's in a trust. So now she's one of her children. So see, money is the root of all evil. And it's clever. Evil. The thing is, it's a loophole, and he's going to win it. Money is the root of all evil. See the motives when motives uh, when the motive is money, you can always find a loophole, and in the end, karma's a bitch. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next one. <laughs> all right, guys. So this is my last story okay. of the night. Still kind of creepy, but I thought it was fascinating. Okay. <laughs> fascinating. Did you? <laughs> Did you guys know that STDs are doubling each year among elderly people? Uh, people in the 50s and 60s and 70s. This has, been, this has been increasing over the past decade. And safe sex awareness has been uh, decreasing amongst the, the older adults. STDs, of course, are sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> um, so this type of research has been long ignored. And, you know, not so much has been going into it because I guess nobody really wants to know. Well, you know what? These, these, these old folks, go on. You know, good for you that you're getting it on, eh? But you know, but by this time, wouldn't yourself. they know? No, you know what? We're talking <laughs> about the 70, We're talking about seventy year olds who, in in the twenties, in their twenties, were living through the through uh, the sixties, uh, 
and it was mm. open l- sex and love and free love. And Harry, Harry Muff, Mama. So I'm thinking there's more and more of them that are being that are maybe affected by the, the, their, you know. Well, let me give you some. Let me well, give you well, some how, numbers. How, go ahead. In 2000, 885 reported cases of syphilis um, were reported between the ages of 45 to 64. In 2010, there was more than 2,500. Um, in 2000, there were 6,700 cases of chlamydia in this same age group. And now it's more than 19,000 cases well, you in know, 2010. I think it's, you know, the good point, these, these people that are in those 50s and 60s, like they're from the 60s and 70s where they were probably young and partying rockers and they're just aging rockers. Well, the researchers... <laughs> it's compounding, a rocker... Aging. <laughs> the CDC researchers Compounded. say that it's hard to know why the rise is up, but I agree hey. they come from that era. They're getting it up. They're why getting did I it. use that word? Rising <laughs> and up. Worst words to use around you guys. I could tell them what's happening. They're having sex. Well, you know, I'm protected. But we're also sex. living in an era of Viagra now, so more and more men are able to keep it uprising. <laughs> That's very true. That's actually one of the things that they mentioned, that the rise of drugs for erectile dysfunctions may be setting the mood for it. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you. All um, They might be a, a, a more uh, elderly people with STDs, but among those is more elderly people that are very happy. <laughs> <laughs> That way you don't have a crabby grandma. Or no, fu- no pun intended. <laughs> Ew. Listen, when I'm 70, I want, I, I want to keep it going. I, Me it's, too. Uh, totally. Shit. I agree. Get it on for as long as you can. Yeah. But be safe. Freaking yeah. abuelo. But, 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 but you, you know what? They don't have the elderly-sized uh, condoms. <laughs> I ne- it doesn't a- go by age. Hey, last time I went to Denny's, I didn't see any. <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> you know, they got the senior citizen discount uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you need, a senior citizen discount condom. And the only thing is this. They come from a different era when there wasn't. We learned, we grew up, and we learned about, with, because of AIDS we, and, 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 the, and all that, we, they, and all, we learned in school about safe sex. They didn't. They didn't come up that way. Yeah, you know, I mean, prophylactics were, you know, not a big deal. It's not deal. like they were under a rock this whole, you know, last 30 no, years. No, they were rocking been... and rolling. No, they were, <laughs> no, they were married all this time, and they didn't have to. That's a good point. Yeah. And, then, and then their spouses die off, and they live yeah. in these homes with other – it's just Did one big you guys big know those incident. homes are like little oldie Her- whorehouses? <laughs> it's like Melrose Place. They are dirty. They are. And hey, we should do a story on For that. For the 70-plus. Huh. It's wow. crazy. I know a friend that her, her, her parents – no, well, her mom. Got an STD? <laughs> no, didn't get an STD. But just from what he tells me happens in this place, I'm like, what the – Bring her on the show <laughs> next Give time. Me more Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do an elderly a story on on, on uh, convalescent <laughs> did home hosts. Did you just say that? <laughs> she co- does. Pinche <laughs> viejita. Oh um, my gosh. Convalescent home host. Well, as long as she doesn't have more ass than you. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I think she does. She really gets more ass than I do. That lady. Uh, uh, so yeah, guys. So that's the. Um, Interesting little story. So make sure you tell your grandparents, give your parents, your grandparents a safe sex talk tonight. <laughs> Show them the condoms, bring out the banana, put the condom on. <laughs> Mira, abuelito, así es como se hace. Wow. She'd be like, is that what the, is that what the changos do? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to get a, a, a banana macho. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> 
You would guys in the mental uh, images. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Jackie Casas with this week's current events. Public Thank you. service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, stay tuned. We're going to have a musical break. And when we come back, our guest, uh, author Lori Andrews, the, she wrote an awesome book called I Know Who You Are and I Know What You Did, Social Networks and the Death of Privacy. Awesome, awesome stuff. But also Mac. Me- me- Michalo Medina is also going to join us. He's a multimedia uh, journalist from uh, NBC4 Los Angeles. He's also going to be talking to us about the same subject. And uh, so it's going to be awesome because you know what? People, little do we know, Big Brother is watching us even more than and we you ever know, thought. Especially after what uh, Jackie was just talking about, these uh, websites where you, the people could put you on blast. They could totally put you on blast. You so, know, it's cool. So. Right on. So you guys stay tuned because we're going to have this, uh, you know, very important uh, educated class here at uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're holding your hand up. You're giving me the wrong sign there. You gotta give me that, at least the, the finger. Yeah. <laughs> give you the finger, dude. Anyhow, uh, now for a musical break, like, we, like we've been telling you, we have the new Sunset Riot CD. And this is the first track that we are playing on Twin Talk. It's called Something's Gotta Give. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Wow, that was something's got to give by Sunset Riot. 
Ooh, that's, that was awesome. Actually, it kind of surprised me. I didn't expect that, that ending there. The new track from Sunset Riot, Australian rock and rollers who are just tearing it up. They came and had their very first American U.S. tour, and they started it in Theo Luis's garage. The Gold here. Coast meets the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> right on. If, yeah, in fact, uh, they kicked ass. They did a musical uh, uh, acoustic set here. And, uh, their very first performance in the Northern Hemisphere was here in Theo Luis's garage, and you can catch that on our previous podcast on TwinTalkCast.com, and it's called what, brother? It's called Aussie Invasion, but the track that you just heard is called Something's Gotta Give from their CD that's going to be released in March, and it's called Uprising, so look for that. Okay, so now we go to a really interesting topic that I really was looking forward to having on our show, and I hope that you're all listening and taking notes, because with us today, author Miss Lori Andrews, of, she wrote a book, it's called I Know Who You Are and I Know What You Did, Social Networks and the Death of of privacy on the phone with us right now miss Lori andrews hello Lori. this is jose and angel from twin talk with jose and angel how are you hi Lori. yeah i'm so thrilled to be here i'm so glad you're with us as well first of all i gotta make a comment because i'm sure that uh your publisher's probably saying okay uh it's kind of a long top a long uh a long uh title but 18 but, words <laughs> there's a purpose because it really hits the point because when someone says i know who you are okay that's cool and I know what you did. Then you're like, oh, really? And then you get the subline, you know, social networks and the death of privacy. What made you, you know, what what made you interested in, in, in you know, writing about a social network? I saw a lot of people being discriminated against because of things they'd posted on social networks. And we can all imagine someone might have a, you know, a drunken buddy photo and so forth. All right. But even innocent photos that people put up, you know, one woman, um, you know, visited an, Aust- uh, an Irish beer factory on the tour, and she posted 700 pictures of herself in Ireland. They handed her a little glass of wine and the Guin- a glass of beer in the Guinness factory. Wait a minute. And an Irish lost, an, her, an, an, lost her job as a result. Now, did you say an Irish beer factory? Yeah, that's my my kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, cute, cute as a button. Twenty four years old, high school teacher. She had not, she did not have any friends as uh, who were students, the parents <laughs> of students, and yet she lost her job. Wow. Um, we found that uh, women who put a sexy post on their boyfriend's MySpace page were losing their children in custody cases. Wow! And it turns out that one in three employers will refuse. To hire you as a woman if you've got provocative clothes on your uh, Facebook page. Uh, college admissions officers are looking at it, and this is really relevant to people in your, in Los Angeles. Right. Um, LAPD has a list of gang colors on its website, and they'll go after you as a gang member if you're wearing gang colors. Well, guess what? I looked up the list. Plaid is considered a gang color. <laughs> All black is considered a gang color. Think any hipster. Think any art opening. Right. And so people are being unfairly judged based on their online selves instead of their offline selves. So, and it's funny you bring up the fact that uh, you know they're looking at college admit college admissions office and employers. I have two daughters and uh, both of them college age, and I've always told them about that. But how about uh, socially with other kids? Uh, you know, uh, is, what's the, how, what's the impact the impact on that? Um, well, it turns out that you know social networks, in fact, may lead to 
more depression among kids because you're always comparing, oh, she's got 62 friends, I've only got 40 friends, and so forth. Um, you know, but it is a good way to develop yourself. And so I'm not trying to get rid of them. I think, you know, social networks are great. New bands can get an audience. But I want that to be considered private. So something we were thinking about as a, uh, you know, as a kid doesn't come back to haunt us years later. Uh, I just, I know of a lawyer who just got fired from his firm, young lawyer, because he posted lyrics six years earlier that were thought to be now uh, anti-women. Oh, my gosh. Now think about it. If you like any sort of hip-hop song or, or, you know, any rap song, you might have a link to, you know, lyrics. Yeah, Could I, you not be able to have a job after that? Yeah, there's the Kiss The Kiss band has a track called Christine 16. <laughs> now ah, that, yeah, well, you can't get away Jimmy with that. Buffett anymore. has, you know, you know, I've got a little bit of Colombian gold. Well, you know, that's sort of thing. Why don't we get drunk and screw? Hello. Jeez, you know, Lori, like, are you a parrot head? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a roving interest uh, law professor with, uh, with a book about how, you know how you can protect yourself against this. In other countries, there are protections. So in Finland, employers aren't allowed to Google you. Interesting. Um, but here, people are, can get your information in all sorts of settings. In a divorce case, it's crazy. Um, the judges have allowed each spouse total access to the other's complete hard drive. And now we have all sorts of things where um, people are setting up websites, pretending to be someone else to get them in trouble, and yet courts have said your right to privacy ends the second you send an email out, that an email should be considered like a postcard. So think of all those things. I might write to my doctor, or I might be looking up a symptom for a friend, a symptom of diabetes or hand tremors. Well, the next time I go online to try to get insurance or a credit card, they think that health condition relates to me, and I'm either not offered a card or offered a lower limit. So beyond what you're posting on social networks, there are these groups called data aggregators that are actually collecting everything you post. Uh, uh, Lori, this is Angel. Uh, what about the... Uh uh, implications uh, as far as like uh, national security, as you know, a lot of uh, 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 you know, it, even Mark Zuckerberg, I think, said that uh, Facebook had something to do with some of the uh, uprisings uh, around the world. Uh, but even here, I think a, a, lo a lot of us are becoming more and more aware of what's going on by the posts that people put out there. Um, are we in oh, danger? That's an amazing way to learn about world events, you know, think about it, the whole Arab Spring was out of a, a YouTube, you know, a, a YouTube, um, you know, video and a Facebook post and a Twitter post. Um, I, in fact, just met Wild Godim, who did the Facebook page that said, let's all go down and protest. Now, what happened there, Egypt, bam, turned off the Internet. You know, once they saw that, the uh, this is a way of having a rallying point. That they actually unplugged the internet for five days, but, and you may not think that that happen could happen here. But Senator Lieberman has introduced a bill that would create a czar of cybersecurity that would have control over such things. Homeland Security wants to put digital tags on emails, so they may say, "Oh, 
we don't want anything from China to come in this country, or we don't want to have those twin brothers be able to email their fans. Oh, to hell with that. (laughs) Yeah. So so we're in, you know, I think it is a way to foster democracy, and and I think that we're seeing an overuse of this idea of national security to cut people off. Uh, very good point. Yeah, what what are what other uh, concerns do you have about social networks when it comes to uh, um, uh, um, uh, what, uh, I'm blessed with school uh, school and uh, and um, uh, well, judges? Of, yeah, kids are being kicked out of school because they have a post that um, on their MySpace page that's a criticism of a principal or a, or a teacher or a coach, and employees are losing their jobs because they try to organized on their social network pages. So one good thing, courts are coming around. There was a recent decision in a bunch of Pennsylvania cases saying, hey, school kids' rights don't end at the doorstep of the school. We protect them. It's a little tougher for employees, but if you're engaged in sort of concerted action to criticize your workplace to change it, um, that's protected too. Now you brought up, I'm sorry, you brought up court. How has, how has social network posts entered the legal oh system? Oh my God. So Every case has a social network connection. Um, family law cases. Judges are actually looking at things like, in one case, uh, an ex-husband had posted a video in which Ronald McDonald was shot in the face. Oh, God. So this is something that had gone viral, and he, he linked <laughs> to it. And so a judge is looking at that and saying, well, should we take his kids away? Or in a horrible case, a woman be. was injured in wor- at work, uh, had several spinal surgeries as a result, had pins put in her neck, and when she filed a personal injury case, the judge said, oh, you're smiling on your MySpace page. You couldn't have been that hurt. Oh, my gosh. So innocent things <laughs> coming back to haunt you, and then the whole... I smile I smile when I get Vitakin. Don't you? Ah, yeah. <laughs> and who knows? The picture might have been taken before the accident. Hello. And did you just um, take one? <laughs> yeah. And so... <laughs> Um, and so, uh, you know, some of my favorite uh, kind of cases have been, in one case, a judge actually friended the hot, sexy female defendant in his court on Facebook and told her how to plead while she was in front of him. Now, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't really, it's not in line with our right to a fair trial. In another case, a juror couldn't decide, and so she posted the facts of a criminal case on her Facebook page and asked her friends to vote wow. up or down whether to fry this guy. So uh, it's uh, I've been uh, amazed, uh, you know, and so I did this book, I Know Who You Are and I Saw What You Did, in order to tell people what's going on, what to watch out for, how to keep their, um, you know, their private side more private on the web, and also we need... You know, new laws to recognize no, privacy. Dory, that's what I was going to... Uh, this is Angel. So um, you, so you're saying that with the laws that we have in place are not enough, and so that's why you're proposing the social network constitution? Yeah, What is I that? Am. And so it's, it's a way for judges, for legislators to think about these issues. So I would want a right to connect so we can't have the Egypt thing where the government just set, shuts down the Internet. Or, or they'd had, you know, with the BART station in San Francisco when they thought people were going to protest, they, you know, cut off their cell phone service oh, in, the, really? in, the, in the, you know, subway station so that um, they couldn't, you know, connect in, in, in that way. 
Um, I'd also like to see a right to privacy so that if you post something about your job or your school, it can't be used against you. Mm -hmm. And protections for um, freedom of expression. Now even your like buttons could be used against you. Um, One guy liked a story in which a judge was harmed. Well, the next time he went in court on a case as a as a uh, divorcing man, um, the judge had him arrested. That's terrible. So, um, you, you know, all sorts of things that should be ways for us to express it, ourselves that have a long history in the United States. So real quick, uh, we, we're running out of time. I'm sorry to cut you off. Real quick, uh, I want to ask you, why is our privacy social privacy important? Oh, it's, it's important because you might be unfairly judged for something you did years ago or even erroneously judged. So if you get a bad credit report and someone doesn't give you a credit card, you can challenge it. You can say, well, why did you make that decision? And uh, let me correct this false information. False information may be going around about me all over the web. Right. I write mysteries. So I, in my last mystery, invented a date rape drug. Well, I don't want the cops knocking at my door because I've done Google searches for date rape drugs. But that is taken as a true image of me if I search for a symptom to give one of my characters or a certain type of gun on the web. um, Those things are actually being used against people, what you do in your Google searches and what you send in your email. Well, Lori, thanks so much for being on our show. Uh, please let our people, our listeners know where they can find you, the title of your book, and where they can find it. Okay. Well, you can buy it at Amazon or any place. I know who you are, and I saw what you did. And if they want to log on to socialnetworkconstitution.com, they can even vote on and change the Constitution I'm proposing. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lori. We really appreciate it, and we, we're honored that you come on our show. Oh, my God, I'm coming to the garage. I'm in Chicago now, but <laughs> next time I'm in L.A., you're going to see me. Please do. Come to Deals Lisa's Garage. We'd be glad to have you. Bring your own beer, Lori. <laughs> okay. Take good care. Bye-bye, Lori, Bye. Miss Lori Andrews. Hey, you know what? Um, I think they should they, – uh, I think that that's a great idea, a social network constitution so that when you like a picture, your hyena doesn't get all pissed off, eh? <laughs> I saw you like that bitch's picture. I'm like, oh, Holmes. You've been hanging with Jackie, huh? I'm not saying that was me. Just examples. Social network clause, social network constitution clause, if your husband likes a picture, it's just a fucking like button, bitch. (laughs) So what do you think? I mean, hey, Jeff Johnson's the king of social networks. Did you learn anything? Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's a really really good idea actually. Yeah. I think it's I've never really heard or thought about that before, but that's that brings up a really interesting point. Well, you, you know what I'm concerned about is is that indeed uh, there's there's a whole lot of data out there on people and a great way to profile in fact. And right. you know the the National Security Agency or whatever, they have a way of profiling terrorists. Right. If yeah. you're stockpiling like if you go to Costco, <laughs> what do you do? You stockpile you're considered, you know, a possible terrorist. Uh, if you post, uh, you know, a video of uh, Occupy, then you're a possible terrorist. Well, somebody who's not a possible terrorist on the phone with us, uh, multimedia journalist from NBC4 Los Angeles, Mr. Michalo Medina. Michalo, can you hear us? Oh, he hung up. No. <laughs> hello, Mac. Can you hear us? Michalo, get back on with us. Hello, hello. <laughs> 
He's, you know what he's doing? He's going on Facebook and deleting his account. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I just cut their show. They suck. <laughs> so uh, we'll try to get him again here. So um, go ahead, Lenny. Try and get him again. Uh, but anyway, uh, the reason, yeah, my brother's doing the stretch symbol. Uh, stretching. Stretch side. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I resisted getting on Facebook for a long time. As a matter of fact, I had I, Jose, you haven't been on Facebook for a long time. <laughs> I, I set up the Twin Talk Facebook page, but I didn't have my own one yet. Mm-hmm. And um, then I realized I became very popular. I really should have one. And, you know, and I've got a lot, a lot of friends. I don't have a very, as you, as you very well know, I don't have a very active Twitter account. Right, no. I know that. <laughs> I have one post. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just feel like, what am I going to talk about every I've actually really grown to hate Facebook. Really? Yeah, right. but you're all up on the Twitter ass. I'm way more about Twitter. Well, let me tell you, uh, right now on three, three. on our Facebook page, um, Bobby Joel Smith Laporte uh, says, Sunset Riot rocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit him up and like him. <laughs> so why do you hate Facebook, my man? Because um, nobody sends him messages. No, it has nothing to do with that. I just <laughs> I just see a lot of silly things on there and i'm like really did you really post that and then it's just kind of i don't know i feel, me personally like i've been on facebook since 2005 so like i'm an old facebook head that's cool. and you know yeah i kind of was old on school. there from the beginning so it's like i feel like after i graduated from college it really lost a lot of its luster uh-huh. because that's what i used to primarily to like meet new people on campus i was going to school in a state i didn't live in so it was like that was a good way to meet people but now it's like i'm not in school anymore and i don't need purpose. to meet people because he meets people already uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> he's, so, he's already got you but you know for now for, for now most people now just use facebook as a way to stalk he's on he's, <laughs> you know that's really what it's about either stalk well. or brag about things that they're doing well we all know how to prevent that from happening right how's that our blocking our blocking apps we are learning so much today about how to keep people from stalking (laughs) you not only not only i just learned how to girlfriends but the government i just learned how to tag people on there (laughs) (laughs) tag you're it (laughs) oh you're so behind angel shit Anyway, you know what? I think there's an issue, a technical issue with Mac. Uh, we're not going to be able to get a hold of him. Sorry about that, Mac. I don't know what happened. Uh, we he's, have, he's, he's unliking our, all his likes. Our phone <laughs> only calls out a couple times per show. <laughs> Can I make one more quick point yeah, about Facebook? Sure. Um, the other thing I wanted to add, too, was um, I think Facebook, for me personally, I think it's just gotten old. You know, really? like I'm, I'm kind of ready for like something else to come out. Oh no! I'm enough with like the what? social. You know, like 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 I've, I've gone over to Twitter, and to be honest with you, I thought Twitter was the most retarded thing ever invented until <laughs> I got on it and I started, you know, messing around with it. And I'm, I'm addicted to it now, I'll admit. But like Facebook, like I said, I've been on it since 2005. You know, so it's kind of like okay, it was kind of like you know when MySpace was real hot for a while, and then it kind of fizzled out. For me, Facebook has fizzled out. I'm ready for something new. I'll tell you what. I, I just, must go to the yearbook, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I like Twitter. Read, I like Twitter a lot. Read the old posts. <laughs> I like Twitter a lot because that's actually where I get my news, my first news in the morning. I love Twitter. I, I sit on Twitter. the I sit on the pot and I go on Twitter and because I, I, I follow a lot of news organizations. But you don't post yeah. anything, man. Well, you can I do, do the post. same. I do. You don't. You don't follow me, brother, on Twitter. On my personal I one. I follow you on they, Twitter. I'm posting all I, the time. And you're telling me to post on Twitter. The Twin thing about, the thing about you Twitter, got, Twitter is made for a broadcast journalist because you got to totally. keep it. You got to keep it short and sweet and current and current. And current. And I love it. That's and what I love. There's so about. many people it. on Facebook that are not short and sweet. Jackie no. was going to say something. I think that you can do the same with Facebook too. You can like uh, L.A. Times, New York Times, 
uh, CNN, NPR, and I get updates on my Facebook. The That's... problem with Facebook is that everyone's got like pictures of their kids. Oh, look at my kid. He's got chocolate all over his face. Looks like your kid just you ate caca, tw- dude. They'll post it. Or, or, or the people too. that are expecting you know, babies and they're putting the ultrasound pics up like, show me the baby after it's born. You know, <laughs> you know like, I don't want to see the ultrasound. You can do that on Twitter, too, with twit pics. I'm not interested in that. But you know what? I, I have to say I have to say that uh, Facebook is an, an awesome tool to stay in touch and to get in touch yeah if you don't like it then change it up a little bit but it's really what you make of it in fact i think a lot of people are connecting because of facebook the the like the the spring iris spring what was it called the arab spring, <laughs> spring. so you know indeed <laughs> uh, is a whistle indeed let's not that you know it, it's not perfect <laughs> but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you know where that saying yeah. came from? I just want to make, I just want to go back to something you just said about, you know, the TwitPic thing. Yeah. See, on Twitter, it's different because on Twitter, you have the option of whether or not you want to click on that TwitPic. On Facebook, you log in and boom, it's right there on the news feed. There you, you can, <laughs> you have no choice. Yeah. It's point. right there. See, on That's Twitter, true. I can choose what pictures I want to look at. That's why I like Twitter. You know what? On Facebook, when I log in, I'm forced to look at things I really have no interest in looking at. And the thing with, yeah. with Twitter is you're following Threads. Mm. Facebook is more is more like a social thing. So mm-hmm. people are contacting you mm-hmm. through it, and and you know what, people, I love y'all, but I, I don't have time to respond to everyone. And then people get ticked off. But, I'm sorry, man. I got I can't. And that, the cool thing about Twitter too is Twitter is the first real social networking thing where you actually have direct access to celebrities. Yeah. I've, t- I've actually yeah. tweeted back and forth. That is the bonus. Nice. You know, it's these- really cool. Like, celebrities will actually <laughs> tweet God, you back. My God, he must have true. been bored out of his ass. <laughs> oh, see, there you got no, it. It's because he heard his voice on Twin Talk. <laughs> That's a good point. But uh, but let's go back to talk about what Laurie was talking about. The, you know, We're looking at the uh, different characteristics that these social networks and how they fit into our lives and stuff. But what she's talking about is on a larger scale on the privacy issue with uh, what, you know, how you could be, you know, uh, uh, terrorized or whatever, or, or fired. And even greater than that, how you could be profiled uh, and even uh, controlled uh, uh, or used for, for uh, by, by a, uh, the government or something against us. Well, so it's not only the let's government. Not, let's, not, let's not let that fall behind. And well, not only that. It to not only that. I mean, there's corporations and uh, empl- potential employers, potential uh, college recruit, recruiters, whatever, that can use your social networking yeah. out of context. Yeah. And you get screwed. I, think, I don't think that's, that's, that's a good fair. point. I think, I think what it really comes down to at the end of the day is self-control. Mm-hmm. I agree. ultimately you decide what you post you decide what pictures you put up you decide what you want to click like on mm-hmm. whatever that's all up to you that's your free will so at the end of the day you can say well oh we can have all these constitutions and people are looking at it but at the end of the day you decide what you post and what you like and what you comment on that's all up to you but so you know what you and I have you. conversations you and I can have conversations if we're driving on a shoot Jeff yeah. and we could be talking trash about something and we know we're just talking trash about yeah. a person or an entity mm-hmm. but if Imagine if that talk, tra- talk uh, trash talking was posted on Facebook and someone read it. Yeah, we'd be in trouble. We could be in trouble. And, and, that- it, 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 and it's good that you bring that up because the funny thing about the funny thing about social media is sometimes I've done this before on Twitter and Facebook. I'll post certain things just to see what the reaction is going to be because it's funny to see mm-hmm. how people react and how people get so riled up over things they read on social media. Right. Me, I personally don't take it all that seriously. I don't care. It's social media. I'm not losing any sleep over what I see on Facebook or Twitter, but you get some people that just get on there. They just get so fired up about things. What happens when Facebook the ex-girlfriend posts something about you? What What's happens? What will happen the day, hopefully it doesn't happen, but, but the day that the ex-girlfriend says uh, something, you know, exactly. posts something about you. 
Yeah. What's going to happen? Are you going to give a shit? Um, I probably would. I probably would. But at the same time, I would try not to put myself in that situation. But there's really nothing you could do to prevent it. Because a lot of if people, somebody wants to post something about you, they're going to post something the, uh, about you. The the social networks, just like the internet, uh, in such a short time, has grown and evolved so much, mm-hmm. so fast, uh, at a faster pace than we have learned it. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of learning in retrospect. And the rule book is still being written exactly. every day. Exactly, which is why it's important to have some kind of constitution, as Laurie Andrews has said, because your point is well taken that, you know, uh, bottom line is what you post, you're responsible for posting it. So if you don't want your your drawers out there, yeah. don't put them out. I mean, out. it's your choice. Nobody's forcing you to post anything. But by now, you know, now that we've learned that, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, we probably got some stuff back in the past that, you know, maybe we shouldn't have posted. Yeah. And then you know what? That, that's a good, that's a good thing you bring that up because now with this new Facebook timeline feature, mm-hmm. oh, I went God. back, I went, I that's went back, scary shit. I went back all the way to 2005 when I first saw oh, Facebook can? and I'm, yeah. And I'm looking at different posts and things that people were posting on my wall and different things that I was saying and status updates and certain pictures that I was tagged in when I was in college, like party pictures and stuff like that. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow. Mm. I have really like come a long way as far as cleaning up my my Facebook. Like I look, you know, back then I'm like, hey, I'm, I was 18, so it's like I didn't care what was going on Facebook. Well, it's some you scary know? shit. You think I haven't about done it. the timeline, but Facebook is actually going to make it mandatory yeah, on your Facebook account, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, neither am I. All. I don't. I don't. It's already enough that that people can entities can sort of stalk you. Yeah. And that's the other now thing. Now they can track you along mm-hmm. the way. That's the other thing about Facebook, too, that has gotten on my nerves recently is they just keep changing everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's just, keep, let's, just keep, let's just keep fixing stuff that's not broken. But, Jeff, you said it yourself. The rule book is still being done right now. Right, So it is. what what is going to happen with its long-term format, it's changing, right. too. Look, we should just go back to the old-school Facebook and just tag it on the side of the freeway, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Or the bathroom wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lourdes already said about a commented on our Twin Talk Facebook page and said, Twitter better start paying you guys. <laughs> uh, That's a very good point. But, you know, Twitter, I agree. Twitter Kim Kardashian works. gets like a couple thousand dollars just from every tweet that she puts out. That's why. Yeah. Oh, really? She's yeah, she advertising. Does. The for social people. networks. I hate Twitter. that. I, that's why I don't follow her because they'll post things like I will follow the next five people who follow so and so. And yeah, they yeah. just it's bullshit, dude. I hate. Twitter spam, dude. If you spam, if I get one spam toast, you're done. You're done. You're out of here. Okay, Amber <laughs> Amber Mendez chimes in and she goes, "I've been on Facebook since 2005." End quote. End quote. Oh, quoted it. He she's quoting you. She says, "I've been on Facebook since 2005." Is that supposed to make him cool? <laughs> oh, all right, Amber. <laughs> I'll see you next Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining us, uh, Mr. Jeff Johnson, and. Uh, and, Thanks uh, for having me. It was fun to be here. Listen, yeah, we, it's good to see you, brother. We are going to be right back with my brother's uh, chill lounge. So stay tuned. Listen to it. Kick back. Pour yourself a nice hot cup of tea, and relax. And okay. amaretto. And we'll be right back. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
If you're angry, you probably are because you're afraid. You're probably afraid because you doubt. You probably doubt because you ha have no leg to stand on. And you probably have no leg to stand on because you started off on the wrong foot. Chill. One love. And that's another chill lounge Shoo. by my brother. Concise and to the point. Indeed. We want to thank Miss Lori Andrews, author of I Know Who You Are and I Saw What You Did. The Death of Privacy. The Death of Privacy. And uh, she is starting the Social Network Constitution. Go to www.thesocialnetworkconstitution.com. Protect and your privacy. Please check it out because it's uh, it's a lot bigger than it sounds. It really is. It really is. also want to thank our guest. Uh, it's not about protecting the old Facebook and don't change it. <laughs> Also it's want to, about protecting our rights. I also want to thank a uh, senior fellow at USC's Price School of Public Policy and political analyst at NBC4 LA, Ms. Sherry Babich Jeffy. I also want to thank the first voice of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel here today, Mr. Jeff Johnson in you the are house. Quite, quite welcome. Right off, right on, Jeff. Thanks please come again. Down, come I with us. I will definitely be back. And of course, Jackie Casas with the current events. Let me know. I'll have Thanks, some beer. Thanks, guys. Nice to be here. Okay, next week, tune in as we're going to have. Thanks, Jackie. We're going to have. Thanks for the public service announcement with those old folks getting STDs. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Keep that in mind later on, guys. <laughs> next week on our Valentine's special edition, we're going to have the guys from the Cineverse. Dot com. Right on. It's going to be our Valentine's show. Our Valentine's show. They're going to be here talking about the top five, in their, ex in their experience, the top five chick flicks from a guy's point of view. And you got to be here, Jeff. I'm inviting you next week. You're my date. Hey so, <laughs> hey, so guys, when you're serving up that wine and doing all that romantic shit with your chick, play us in the background and you'll get some. We're going to have a little bit of some more surprises there for you, so you really got to tune in, okay? Good night, everyone. Thanks so much for being here with us. We'll catch you next week. Shoo!